Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. I'm Adam Gobeski, and we have two very special guests with us who will now introduce themselves. Hi, it's uh, it's Frankie Muniz, friend of the show. Glad to be back. And hi, I, I'm Frankie Muniz, friend of the podcast. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, 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 oh. I am. Huh. This is highly irregular. Yeah, not expected <laughs> yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, I, I, I thought I was supposed to be on the show. Oh, you are oh, on the show. You are. Oh. Yeah. All right. Frankie and Frankie, I guess, this time. Are you the same Frankie Muniz? Is this like a time travel thing or a parallel universe, maybe? Or is it just a coincidence that you both happen to be named Frankie Muniz? Does one of you remember doing this before? Yeah. Yeah, I, re- I remember that. I remember that, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you've already done this podcast once, and now I've you're doing it again. You had here plenty times. of times. A couple, three times, <laughs> as we say in the biz. I think he meant specifically this episode, not the podcast in general. Oh, if you remember this, this episode. Before. Yeah. I remember being on the podcast before. Described most of my racing career. I do remember that happening. Frankie, your rebuttal? Um, how do I, how could I possibly rebut myself? I, I was on the podcast. Yeah, um, I certainly was. And I think it seems you seem to be to be me. <laughs> um so now i'm wondering if i am myself yeah how am i how can i be in two places at once okay so what i was saying was that if one of you had been on this episode before then it's a time travel situation but that doesn't seem to be what this is I, uh, it could I be parallel universe parallel universe oh yeah. Hmm. yeah does skype work over parallel universes it, it possibly does it we might yeah so far it seems to be doing better over parallel universes <laughs> So I guess the question we have to ask is, who was in that genie movie? The genie movie. Well, I, I mean, I don't have much memory of uh, of that happening. <laughs> Any genie movie? A movie with a genie in it? Well, I don't want to bias people. Oh, yeah. no, I know. I know. I know what you're talking about, but. All right. Those books of bears. How do you spell their name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the uh, Brooksfield Bears books. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? B-R-O-O-K-S-F-I-E-L-D? And how do you spell that, other Frankie? Brooksfield Bears? Brooksfield Bears. You know, the books that teach you a lesson. It's like a brother bear and a sister bear. Yeah, there's like the one about too much TV. The the Berenstein Bears? Oh, so it is a parallel universe. I've never heard of that one. Yeah. Hmm. Is that the only divergence, though? Like, we have to figure out what... You know, is it just one time point that these universes have gone off in different directions, or are there many, many things different? Hmm. Well, what are some things in uh, in your universe? Okay, so I guess you have to ask: Is the order five eight four or five four eight? <laughs> oh, I I eight's clearly first. Okay, I, I remember being told it was like eight five something. Gotcha. Oh, you're talking about the order of uh, the Indiana Jones films. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the Indiana James films? <laughs> eight, Maybe eight I do. A, eight is a modern classic right up there with Rogue One. Ah, uh, yes, that Sala side story. Yeah. <laughs> so clearly there are some larger things different, but how about just what you did today? Like, do you li- wh- where do you live right now? Like, where are you this moment? Are you in the same place? I'm. Yeah, if we had to introduce ourselves from east to west, who would go first? <laughs> I'm clearly here. I am in uh, here in Nova Scotia. 
<laughs> oh, I've, okay. I've been for the last oh, probably fifteen years. Where 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 does where does East start and, and West begin? <laughs> this is certainly a more philosophical Frankie than we're used to. It starts starts at the <laughs> uh, at the international dateline uh, that runs through the middle of the Atlantic. The international dateline. Yeah, I called that phone number once. I don't know if uh, have a I'm farther east. I mean, oh, oh, that that line. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think I'm in the second time zone over here. I I recently took a trip to the Bermuda Triangle, so I don't I don't recall. Oh, okay. I'm east or west of that. The Bermuda Triangle? Are you sure you're not talking about the uh, Bermuda Octagon? At least that's Bermuda what... Octagon. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of islands. You mean the Barbados Octagon? Wait, is it possible that we are all in separate timelines, separate universes? I think that might have happened. Oh wow! I don't oh. know how we got here though. This is the first time I I've actually enjoyed the new Skype update. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if this calls for uh, a podcast to deboot. Oh, okay, sure. Or we can just collapse all the different versions into one single best version. Kind of feel yeah. like it's it's converging right now. I mean, we're ta- <laughs> we're affecting each other the outcome of each other's universes right now so well, i suppose that's true i would say we've already collapsed and we just got to go out there in the world and do some fact finding and so, see so where is, the facts fell so is the best version of this technically canon yes yeah well, let's go with that <laughs> i i can get behind those laws of the universe go with that the the best version is the version that charlie edits it to be ah yes <laughs> not, not always true but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here on November fifteenth, twenty fifteen. Oh wow! Can make the distinction. Wow. I'm in. I'm in twenty eighteen. So, wait. So oh, are wow. you in my past? Wow. Yeah. Charlie, where did you wow. get that DeLorean? Well, you can ask me any questions about the future you want, assuming it is the future and it's not just a a stretching of time. How have two full years of a Hillary Clinton presidency gone for your universe? Ooh. <laughs> This episode just became a lot more edgy. (laughs) (laughs) Hillary did not get elected in this universe. Oh, so you have like what, John Edwards? Um, no, no. Uh, at let let's start here. Who is who is running? Is there still a president? I voted for Kodos. So, yes, yeah, somehow Donald Trump became president in this universe, and uh, things could be going better. The host of The Apprentice? Yeah, the, the now bankrupt former TV show host? Well, at least, yeah, at least he exists in all of these universes for uh, context. But, yes, that, that one and the same. Some things are inevitable. I, I, I still don't know who you're talking about, but that's okay. Democratic campaign contributor? <laughs> that guy? Yeah, same one. Right. Can't have gone that bad, then. Let's let's not dive into it too much, but we'll say that's one of the gigantic differences at this point. But uh, let's let's see what else. What what other questions do you have about the future? Potentially, I mean, there's some things I could prevent disasters in your timelines. Potentially, I suppose that's true. Yeah, this is the problem with time travel is that now it's all on us to, to stop. Well, I mean, nothing. I mean, nothing here is guaranteed to happen. I mean, obviously there's some divergence, but mm. more information is. Can't be all bad, right? You keep calling it divergence. Are those movies really that popular where you are? <laughs> um, no, I don't think any of them were popular. Okay, I think we got through two, something like that. It's actually three. Oh, was it? 
<laughs> Wasn't it? Shows what I know. Maybe it's only two. No, see now I'm now I'm questioning got, my knowledge of your well, universe. I was thinking or, of the Maze yeah. Runner. Maybe maybe so the I two of even... you are in parallel universes. Oh, there's definitely three Maze Runner movies. That's, yeah, okay, yeah. That's legit true. <laughs> in all universes, there are three and only three Maze Runner movies. Yeah, yeah, I can <laughs> it's the constant. That. That's one of the fixed points of the multiverse. <laughs> Divergent. Divergent. What are you what are you searching for? Divergent. I, I mean I searched Bermuda Octagon and I got a hat. Yes, there are three. Oh, okay. A hat, huh? Yes. A Bermuda Octagon is a hat. That's really? cool. That's, cool. That's what I got well, when I got, <laughs> got its name. Top hit. Kids bored already? Join the Barbados Ellipsis Garrison Octagon. What? <laughs> <laughs> is this like I don't the, know. the Chuck Norris Octagon? <laughs> It directs me to some Facebook post of someone named Garrison Octagon. Hmm. Oh, there is an Octagon cycling club in Barbados. All right. So we established that both Frankies are equally valid in their respective universes. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 All right. Is there anything anyone else wanted to add before we collapse them all into one single (laughs) universe again? Uh, Wow. We we discovered the singularity. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Okay. All All right. Ready to be hurled into the singularity. Well, which one of you is going to uh, continue to exist? That's the well, question. I assume they just get combined. Oh, combined. So, okay. The greater oh. Frankie Muniz. I see. I see. Yes. Are you Are you upset about that? The memories get merged. Some disappear. I lose some. He loses some. Yeah. I'm okay with that, I guess. Yeah, the memories disappear. As Haven't long you ever as you seen don't the Langoliers? Really... No. Is that popular <laughs> in your universe? <laughs> All right. Well, great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. How do we get uh, the singularity to happen? And, you just and we're back. Throw one of the Frankies into it. <laughs> oh, there it goes. All right. So, Ooh, uh, Frankie didn't end up uh, looking so good after that. I would argue he looks better. Uh, okay. Well, just the arm coming out of his forehead, I thought was a little unusual, but. Oh, hey, guys. Sorry. I was late getting to the podcast. No worries. Oh, <laughs> hey. Nice to have you here, Frankie. Yeah, yeah. I had to update Skype, so it took it took a while. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, that always happens. Oh wait, Frankie's here too. Uh, yeah. Oh. Wait, so if you're Frankie and you're Frankie, then what's this big ball of goo sitting in front of us? Where Frank, <laughs> one of the other Frankies, was standing before. Maybe that's just one of the failed Frankies. Oh, okay. Well, the Frankie's not meant for this universe. I, I guess not. Yeah. So we had two Frankies. Now we now we have two Frankies. I think we're just going to have Frankies the whole episode. I think that's what's going to have to happen if they refuse to disappear. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess I'll, I'll, just, I'll just call back into the next episode then. <laughs> I guess they could also hang up on Skype. I guess that would be something they could do too. But uh, yeah, we, don't, we don't have to like have some kind no, of... No, I, like I like you, Frankie, and I like you too, Frankie. Oh. So Yeah. And that's it for the podcast. <laughs> so for those of us joining, we we have uh, Frankie Muniz. Say hi. Hi. And we have Frankie Grande. Hi. So all of, all of those people just joining us now by skipping <laughs> 10 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know, their fingers slipped. <laughs> it's always good to have the update. I appreciate that. Hey, uh, Frankie Muniz and Frankie Grande. Yes. Yeah. Get out of here. Let Paul and Alex in. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. I think he's he's in the well, room. Well, thanks, thanks for ha- having having us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honored to be here twice. All right. And now we have two new guests joining with us. If you've just joined us, listening to the podcast, <laughs> we now have Paul Wilcox. Great to be here. And Alex Clark. 
A pleasure as always. All right. Charlie, do whatever you were going to do now. Oh, well, it's time for another edition of the, well, it's not the Gobeski's Chocolate Report, is it? I mean, I have chocolate. We can do the Gobeski Chocolate Report. Oh, we should. Yeah. Let's do the Gobeski Chocolate Report. All right. Well, sing the theme. It's the Gobeski Chocolate Report. You have to sing a song about it. When a problem comes wrong, sing a song about it. When I'm on the podcast, I have to sing a song about it. In the middle of a sentence, sing a song about it. Sing a song about it. There we go. My largest regret in life was, I believe, on the last episode that I was on, I didn't make Charlie sing a song about something. Oh. Well, there's there's time to make up for it in this <laughs> yeah. one by making yeah. him do it twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's <laughs> been other ones I've had to sing four or five times. So I think on average, you're still doing okay. Okay. Uh, in the style of? Uh, to the to, tune of "We Built This City" by wow, Starship. Wow, that's a good, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's a good there one. Go. That's a good song for having to make something up to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just a great song. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> we built this chocolate on peanuts and nougat. <laughs> Charlie, your voice has okay. changed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this new. This new universe, man. It's changing everything. Yeah. We've got some M&Ms. We've got Twix, too. We've got everything you could want and more. Gobeski chocolates. Gobeski chocolate. Gobeski chocolate reports back. Oh, yeah. My favorite part about every Sinasan of it is that how... Apparently, he's always so amused by himself that he laughs his way through that. <laughs> Do we call that fallening? Ah, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everything I know about comedy, Jimmy I learned from Fallon Jimmy Fallon. Charlie. You're a real <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> yeah, All right. So I have here a candy bar that I don't recall seeing before, but I suppose it's possible that it exists and I just didn't know about it. It's called a Milky Way Fudge. Oh, yeah. Which is milk chocolate, creamy caramel, and a fudge nougat. Wow, I can taste that from here. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm opening it up. It looks like a Milky Way. Smells like a Milky Way. And it tastes... Honestly, it tastes like a Milky Way. (laughs) Really? I guess it's it's a tad fudgier. Yeah, like I'm getting the fudge now, but I think the defining characteristic of a Milky Way is all the caramel so it's still present here it's not bad i mean it's totally fine so what's the texture of the fudge is it nougaty yeah so it's not like fudgy eh, it's kind of like a denser three musketeer hmm, hmm okay well just about anything's denser than a three musketeer though but I, I know what you're saying though i don't know yeah, you, so you, it's you, fine. you sent a picture of it and i was very interested to, to see how this one turns out yay or nay mm, yay okay okay and today I have one that I don't believe we've tried yet. I just saw this at Walgreens, and I don't know if it's holiday related or not, but it is white chocolate peanut M&Ms. I don't think we've done this one. I don't believe so. It's. I'm pretty sure I know what they're going to taste like, but I wanted them. Even despite the fact that you knew what they would taste like. Yeah, my prediction is that the best part of M&Ms is the, the milk chocolate and taking that out and just putting white chocolate in. I, I don't know. I will say I still sometimes think about the white peppermint M&Ms from like last year. Mm. And those were white chocolate. So, you know, it could work. That's true. Um, 
yeah, they're actually not as bad as I thought they would be. I mean, I never thought they would be bad. I thought they'd be fine. But it's just, it's just sweeter. I mean, it's just sort of like a sweeter sort of chocolatey flavor. But peanutty and same sort of texture and stuff. So not particularly interesting. But um, yeah, I'd say pass on it. Unless I would probably rather have regular peanut M&Ms than this. All right. Good. So another segment of the show to be saved for episode 150. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need at least three taste tests for that. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up sooner than you think. I like how you called episode 125 a tag show when it was really just more of a extended conversations that didn't fit in other episodes. Show. <laughs> mm. Like they, they have a beginning and an end, like a logical. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, yeah. The thing ended up being that there were so many times we just started talking before the episode started and got a half hour in. We're like, we didn't start the show. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of good stuff that happens in that Pre-roll. pre-show. Yeah. <laughs> just discussions about Logan Paul theatrical supercuts and. <laughs> All, right, All right. Bring up your damn topic. All right. So my topic is. So I believe in the last, it was just the last couple of days, um, comic book author and Marvel creator Stan Lee passed away. We are going to be talking about that in a future Merry Marvel Movie next, March episode. The next, next one. Time. Yep, next time. So something came up at the same time, which is that there was a tweet by actor Army Hammer, who always has really strange tweets. Uh, this one was him criticizing people for... No, no, no. Back up. Okay, Hold yep. on. How, yep. how active are you on Twitter that you can just tell us about Army Hammer's general twitter pattern (laughs) on the cinematic respect feed i follow people on film twitter and they all basically dogpile on the same thing at the same time so if you log on at any given time of the day Uh you'll see a lot of things related to one specific thing and then a day later you won't see that anymore i see so you just basically carved out a specific niche of awful twitter yes exactly (laughs) sorry i said awful i realize that's redundant but a lot of people's response to Stanley's death was to post selfies that they had taken with him over the years. A lot of a lot of comic book conventions or celebrities who had met him professionally. And Army Hammer posted a tweet to the effect of uh, it ups- upsets him to see so many people posting selfies with Stanley because it makes it about them rather than about Stanley. And everyone instantly jumped at him and said, you know, people are posting that because they respect him because it was an important time in their life when they met him. And, you know, how dare you call people selfish when, you know, a lot of these people are just, you know, casual fans. They're not like celebrities. Start thinking about selfie culture in general and how we're just a little bit too old, I think, to kind of understand how's that go- how that goes. I don't know. At least me, I feel like I am. Paul, you're a little bit younger than us, but... So I think I speak for all of us when I say that we don't know what you mean by selfie culture. Yes, Selfie culture is being on social media and feeling either compelled or obligated to take pictures of yourself and to post what you are doing at any given time and to share that with not just your friends, but the entire world. That's how I feel about it. And you find it an obligation. This is how this is how I think younger people see it, almost as if they have to be doing this. Have you talked to younger people? Not talked with a lot of younger people about this. I've seen it. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I understood the level you were at operating at here. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask everybody's opinions. If they had any feelings about 
A, do you take to selfies at all? B, yes. do you feel uncomfortable <laughs> or comfortable doing it? Or do you post them online? Like, what do you do? I, th- I think that there's like a huge difference between taking selfies and posting post and yeah like and posting online i almost see those as two different things because selfies just really started as a hey this is a picture of me to kind of prove that i'm here i mean i was calling them self shots back in like 2008 when i was turning my camera around (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) and then i found out they're selfies so i'd say like that i don't know if i have much to uh say about the social media phenomenon of selfies but uh i do take a lot of them when i have a camera and am on a trip or something so it means something to you specifically to have yourself in in a shot for posterity yeah i think it's more like there's endless scenery photos but you need something unique you know even if it was like since i don't carry around a little garden gnome to put in every one of my vacation pictures or whatever there's, you just can just put your own face in there, I guess. You don't and have a pictures are usually for other people. Garden gnome <laughs> that you carry with you. <laughs> well, I guess you could say that. <laughs> you know, I have like five to seven of them. You know, for different occasions. But uh, this is beach Miku. <laughs> this is formal Miku. <laughs> Three piece suit. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think a lot of times you're, when you're taking pictures, you're not like of scenery and things like that. You know, you're not taking them for yourself. You're kind of taking them for other people. Do you think you take pictures differently now considering social media than you would have, like, let's say you had the same phone technology. We could take a picture of yourself, but you couldn't share it. Would you still be taking pictures in the same way? Yeah, I I think so. Yeah. Okay. I I don't, I, my, my phone has a camera on it. (laughs) Well, not necessarily. Or does your camera have a phone on it? Uh, no, I actually call it a, it's a watch that makes telephone calls. Oh. <laughs> like Dick Tracy. Nice. Yeah. I call it a portable alarm clock. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But yeah, I would I would still take selfies regardless of if I could share them or not, probably. Just because as you're going back through, it's like sometimes, you know, it's it's more meaningful to see what you looked like 10 years ago than to see like what some place or object looks like what is a good way online to convey some sort of sentiment about something like a genuine emotion i'm not i'm not sure you can have genuine emotions on on the internet you don't think so Uh, i mean not since live journal got taken over by the russians right (laughs) (laughs) i know alex is really quiet over there and he obviously has powerful feelings he needs to express about this yeah, I mean, this I topic that's somehow worse for him than what did you watch on Netflix? <laughs> right, I know. <laughs> I know it's, it's going to be a, a rough hour or so here, right? Oh. Uh, I don't know. I'm of the opinion it's the uh, if you've ever seen the the stand up bit by Anthony Jeselnik, the uh, thoughts and prayers. It's more along the lines of we know you're going, everyone's going through this terrible time, but really just think about me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I participate in a selfie culture at all, for sure. And how do you think, like, what do you think is an appropriate way to mourn the loss of somebody, like, some public figure that you care about, like Stanley? You could just I've, do... Or you could uh, not no. do, you do not do anything online. I think, I mean, I you, think a selfie think? is probably one of the most appropriate ways you could, if you're just posting to Twitter or whatever. Because most people share memories, 
when they lose someone, they say, oh, I remember this time. But if you can just post a picture, that's, you know, a really concise, you know, remembrance. Yeah, no, that is true. Yeah. So I don't know what Army Hammer's talking about. But. <laughs> Who's Army Hammer? <laughs> the Lone he's, Ranger? <laughs> he's the Russian and the man from Uncle. That may literally be the only thing I've seen him in. <laughs> what, you haven't seen Pain and Gain? Oh, you're right. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. I don't know that I've seen. Actually, I, I, that might be one of the only movies I've seen him in, too. Army the man Uncle. Hammer. Oh, I guess I saw The Social Network. Since I haven't seen Sorry to Bother You yet. Oh, apparently he's in the background of a Arrested Development episode. So. Oh, great. <laughs> he's student number two. Oh, student number two. All right, I remember that episode. In The Immaculate Election, I, which aired in season two. I still haven't seen uh, season five yet. So. Uh, I mean, I watched the first half because that's all that's out right. But okay. it's... It's yeah, it's just not quite the same. I think part of the problem is just that they're trying to deal with picking up from season four. All right. Yeah. And I think that sort of handicaps them in a way. Didn't they make a remixed version of season four? Somewhere? They did. It's on uh, it's on Netflix. It's also it Netflix. is okay. right. it is better and worse. So it's better in that you get a better sense of like what the story actually is, because it's not constantly jumping back and forth over multiple years. Right. Um, and you also get the bonus of like, if you are tired of like Lindsay's story, right? Like it will then cut to something else rather than forcing you to follow her entire thing for an episode. But a lot of the jokes that are sort of dependent upon the way that the initial version weaves itself in and out, um, you lose some of that effect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So like, for instance, the reveal that like spoiler for Arrested Development season four, maybe is the guru in India. All right. 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 Like they kind of try to have it that way by not telling you immediately, but mm-hmm. it just doesn't really work in the same way. Gotcha. I understand. So, what are we talking about? Oh, Army Hammer. <laughs> oh, For Army Hammer. Reason. Yeah. I've, I've literally seen Army Hammer in two and a half things. Two. That's my, that's one of my favorite TV shows. Two and a half things. <laughs> <laughs> things, things, things. <laughs> <laughs> Another one of Army Hammer's tweets was lamenting that somebody told him like the import rates for like dairy and like the greater part of Asia and like how they didn't eat cheese there. And he was like, oh, I should introduce them. I can't believe they're missing out. And then everyone was like, oh, yeah, you do realize that a large portion of Asia is lactose intolerant, right? Right. (laughs) Just via (laughs) genetics. I mean, these are the sort of stuff he posts all the time because he just doesn't really think about what he's going to post before he posts it or just doesn't understand something. Did you dig that far back into his uh, post history? Something <laughs> I've like never heard of? <laughs> no, that's just another one I heard of. This. <laughs> Char- Charlie did a lot of research for this episode. These are the reasons his tweets come up all the time is because he says something stupid and then everyone says he's stupid. <laughs> and then he apologized for it. Cinematic respect just destroyed your your conception of reality. <laughs> that may be true. You're just suddenly, you're just all into film and all this weird stuff related to it, and the rest of the world is like, "What?" <laughs> I've, I've tried Get to stop back bringing to the Mary here. Marvel movie march. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to make Army Hammer a. Uh, I'm, I'm willing to not discuss him anymore on the podcast. <laughs> it can be a band name. Unless you want to bring him up on on the podcast as a guest. Looking up who this Ooh, is. Ooh, maybe. S- I, I see a picture and don't know who it is. 
Right? Yes. It's a generic looking, handsomish white guy. All I can. Right. The only reason I can oh, picture him is because of Man from Uncle. Char- Charlie, mm-hmm. you, you might want to put down that 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 phone for a while. <laughs> this is an intervention. No, yeah. right, fair enough. Charlie, we've actually all gathered here today. You know, me and Adam and and Paul and Frankie and Frankie. Oh, <laughs> them too. <laughs> I tell you, I feel cornered. <laughs> You've been spending a little bit too much time on Twitter. <laughs> AKA any time. particularly when you're all this time on twitter but don't respond to people texting you this this has turned into a call out this is like twitter irl right now now we just need someone to say delete your account and we've covered the bases guess the question is whether you're getting ratioed or not oh yeah we've exhausted all the knowledge i have of twitter (laughs) <laughs> what is that? What, what, getting ratioed? Yeah, uh, likes to replies. Oh, all right. If if you have a high number of replies compared to the number of likes that your tweet has, then it's a bad tweet. Uh, I understand. So yeah. the ratio of likes to to replies. Yeah, I only have a Twitter to complain about the customer service to large companies. Oh yeah. Thanks for waiting, making me wait for thirty minutes for my sandwich, Arby's. <laughs> Arby's. <laughs> thirty minutes. <laughs> Then that is outrageous. Arby's shows up, yeah. and then my beef and cheddar was cold, you know, sort of thing. <laughs> I think I tweeted at a company once, and then they responded, and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I didn't Wait, really this account's care. monitored? Because <laughs> <laughs> right? if you go into a Chase Bank, they still have like the old-fashioned. You have to write out a deposit slip if you want right. to, you know, mm-hmm. deposit a check. Right. And I was used to, you know, the credit union where you just hand them the check in your account and they say, what do you want to do? Oh, please deposit this. Thanks. Done. <laughs> and so I was basically just tweeted like at Chase, why are you doing this? And Chase <laughs> was like, here's why we're doing this. <laughs> to prevent like, fraud. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. They had a copy and paste on the uh, recent <laughs> just responded. Yeah. <laughs> so. Let me eat the second Milky Way fudge bar. Hmm. I think I was. They only had the, the the shame size or whatever it's called. <laughs> Still not as good as the uh, the yard or whatever it is. Oh, I saw one of those today. <laughs> they have those at the Walgreens too. Yeah, you can buy a yard of candy bars. Yard? Oh. Are they yeah. individually wrapped candy bars or is it just one big candy bar? Yep. No, got I a think, yard of Reese's. I think they're just, you know, they're standard, regular size bars just in a giant long box. No, I see. Yeah. For your tailgate parties, presumably, right? Is that what people eat I at guess. tailgates? Yeah, like a yard long Reese's yeah. would be, I don't know, Alex, like, it's all about like the ratio of chocolate and peanut butter. And I just imagine getting in the middle of that and just getting peanut butter <laughs> for long periods of time. If it was narrow, if it. They yeah. could. Uh, You're also, right. Did yeah. you pronounce it Reese's? Reese's? Yeah. Okay. Maybe I misheard. I thought you said Reese's. Oh, I always say I Reese's. Mean, I might. I guess I could have. Yeah, I feel like Reese's is like. I I remember I remember saying that a lot. Just wanted to make sure this wasn't another aunt aunt distinction. I feel like I grew up like it took a long time for me to realize that it was a possessive. Like, oh, it's Reese is. Mm-hmm. No, no, okay. Reese is peanut butter cups. Yeah, Reese <laughs> is peanut butter cups. Peanut butter cups of Reese. 
Now I Ew. just can't stop thinking about uh, Reese from Malcolm in the Middle. Let's <laughs> <laughs> bring us back to Frankie Muna. <laughs> yeah. All right, what's happening? All oh, right, we're having a call out intervention. Yeah, yeah, too much Twitter. A Twittervention. Too much Twitter, not enough texting your actual friends. I'm I'm uh I'm live tweeting this Twittervention. So we should set up some some ground rules then, right? Because I can't just go cold turkey. Or are you gonna take away my account? Uh, I guess we can ease you into it. That'll probably be more entertaining to listen to. Okay. <laughs> you can't read any tweets by anyone that has less than you know a hundred thousand followers, right? Oh, really? Okay. You also can't read any tweets from anyone that has more than a hundred and ten thousand followers. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> You can't retweet anything. Okay. You can only like. Only like. Hmm. Okay. You can only reply to a tweet if you are one of the first two people. Oh, so wait, hold on. If I'm one of the first two people to reply, isn't that going to make yeah. me like, you know, like a vulture, like waiting for people to tweet so that I can reply and type yeah, it you're first? Right. You're not allowed to reply to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I have a problem. I'm just trying to figure out. <laughs> I'm on your side here. I'm trying to help help myself. That's what they all say at first. Yeah, I know. You gotta <laughs> you gotta watch me. The thing is you don't actually tweet that often. Most of your stuff is retweets that I don't care about. So Yeah, I I tweet by maybe logical once extension a day. no one in the world cares about. <laughs> That's how this works, right guys? <laughs> hey, I don't know. I'm not on Twitter, so Oh good. Well, I have a name. I just haven't logged on in a really long time. The only reason I tweet anything is because it's connected to a Facebook account. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. What other ground rules do we need to establish for Charlie? What do you think, Alex? Any times of day that I'm allowed to or not allowed to tweet? Yeah, probably only tweeting between like nine and five is probably pretty pretty safe. You can't stay up late at night reading this stuff. Oh, I thought you meant nine, five a.m. Like only during work hours. (laughs) (laughs) you can only tweet if it interferes with your your i see (laughs) it's to improve certain parts of my life but not necessarily all parts of my life here (laughs) yeah Yeah. maybe affect some other people's lives negatively as well (laughs) (laughs) no it's that interventions couldn't be fun (laughs) actually i think probably the best thing for you is that you yourself cannot go on twitter but you can look over the shoulders of people who are on twitter oh okay they love that and you can ask them hey can you go to army hammer's account i need to see what he said (laughs) can you believe he said that please retweet that (laughs) please quote tweet that and write the following yeah you can only secondhand tweet i only tweet with my second hand so many levels <laughs> <laughs> who's gonna monitor me then how do you know that i'm not just cheating the whole time well we'll check in on your progress the, the next episode if you mention twitter in public we'll know i so say i could just tweet and then delete my tweets and then you would you wouldn't even know because i'm not popular enough for people to screen capture them i'm sure we could set up a bot yeah oh that's, that's against the that's terms of service now though why do you know this well remember it was um there was that was it group Tay? No, there was that group that was, um, <laughs> was like yeah, Microsoft's ago, like please. AI that started like saying like really anti-Semitic like, stuff back yeah. when that was unacceptable for the larger population. <laughs> oh God, 
That's depressing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was that political group that was capturing politicians' tweets as soon as they happened, so that they could never, they couldn't like instantly delete them. And then Twitter said that they were violating the terms of service and they couldn't do that. I have no idea what you're talking about, but okay. Yeah. I think that's a sign you're on Twitter too much. Ah, this was actually before I was on Twitter. It was like a news story. Whether they shut them meta, down. Even meta though. Twitter news. Yeah, exactly. You could look up all of these on a database online. Why don't now people this? don't care anymore. Well, Twitter didn't want it because they said it was against the terms of service. But don't they also have a thing where you can't delete? How else would we have found out about confession? Or wait, you exactly. You can delete. You can't edit. Oh. But I think we're to the point where people don't care about deleting things anymore. Politicians, at least. Really, movie directors should. Anyway, I'm just further proving that I have a problem. I get it. Yeah. Social media is a problem. Oh, it's April 28th. That's Ed Ball's day. <laughs> what? That's that's the main thing I know about politicians tweeting things, is Ed Ball's day. <laughs> Ed Ball's <laughs> day? Ed, Ed Ball's. Yeah. Ed Ball's is a British politician who, on April 28th, Sent out a tweet that read Ed Balls. Because <laughs> <laughs> he confused the post with the search. <laughs> and he didn't know you could delete tweets, so it's it's still there, I think. <laughs> All right, can we talk about something that's not dumb? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I don't have anything prepared, but... <laughs> I don't want to talk about Twitter anymore. <laughs> How are the Lions? Bad. You don't say. Oh, they uh, they traded midseason after losing a couple of games and looking like the season's not going to go the right way. They traded wide receiver Golden Tate to the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm like, oh my god, there are 30 other teams in the league. You had to <laughs> trade him to Philadelphia. Oh my god, I just couldn't. I just can't handle it. They might win like two more games this season. Charlie, how are the Packers doing right now? I don't know. Actually, the game is on, and you're in Wisconsin. Is it? That's yes. why people were wearing like, green today. Oh, they're they're playing right now. <laughs> See, these are the things you're missing when you're on Twitter. Yeah. I know. <laughs> or I do am you film bubble? Or do you miss with the those games sports now because you just watch live tweets like instead of watching sports oh man i can't wait for the tweet storm for packers it it was amazing uh wandering refresh 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 it was amazing wandering around madison on a you know your typical college campus you know of the university of wisconsin and all the normal like red and white like shirts but on like a monday where green bay was playing everyone's wearing green madison it's like so weird that on a college campus that a professional sports team has that big of a following. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we uh, usually have a break of the dress code when the Packers play like on a Thursday or something. So people <laughs> were, work were wearing Packers stuff instead of, you know, business casual. Charlie hadn't put two and two together. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> that must be a big game this week. <laughs> we got four days of Packers stuff. <laughs> No, see, I just had stupid things to talk about. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, the Twitter one might have been okay if you hadn't framed it in a weird, I'm old, young people get off my lawn way. <laughs> uh, he was trying to bait us into hating on Twitter, and he was going to come in and defend it. Ah. <laughs> it, it worked. Little did I know that what you had set up for me. <laughs> We knew it was just a matter of time before you brought it up. At least you still get to talk about Ted Cruz. Oh, yeah. More Cruz news? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, like serious Cruz. Back during news. the Frankie segment, I almost was—I almost said President Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, but I just well, like I couldn't. What, it, what I just like timeline. Are you on? like I couldn't say it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure whether which could could be the worst timeline, but it's Paul's hard already to calling the 2024 presidential election. <laughs> That's like that faux Republican debate that we had. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if Texas barely voted for Ted Cruz for senator this time. I don't know if he has a lot of he should have a lot of aspirations at this point. <laughs> he's got he's got time. He's got six years. Yeah, the so Car- his Senate term will his Senate term will be right up at that time. So it's like perfect yeah. timing. Car had asked me like, "Oh, do you think that Beto O'Rourke is going to win and he's going to beat Ted Cruz?" And I was like, "Nope." <laughs> I'm like, "There's no way that's going to happen." Ted Cruz has found the one place that he can win. Like, I'm going to run as a Republican in Texas because that way I cannot lose. <laughs> I don't have to have a personality that people like. I mean, I, I'm in a state where the Republicans that the party officially like was behind lost pretty much every primary. So they didn't even like participate in the <laughs> general election. <laughs> the, the Democrats won every single statewide election. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, like they, they like never lose anyway. It mm-hmm. wouldn't have mattered. But yeah. And Adam, you've got a Democratic senator. I do. For once, my vote counted in this state. <laughs> that must be nice. Yeah, it was a. It's an unusual change. I'm not sure how to feel about it. <laughs> just, just used to my vote not mattering. Do you think this will make you more or less anxious during elections? Like, because um, before you could be resigned, almost like, well, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I'll just still be like, uh, doing whatever. I'll let you know when I uh, vote for a candidate that gets more than like 5% of the vote. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. Keep trying. Do you guys have like that, uh, or maybe maybe that's Maine, that has like the runoff voting? Maine has the ranked voting. The ranked voting, yeah. I wish. I wish we did too. That'd be nice. <laughs> I don't know. I don't actually know how it went because I think this was the first election in which they had that, right? I don't know how it actually turned out. I think the Republican is like challenging the results or something, or he's like trying to sue or something. That's why how I found out about that. And they were like, "Well, if you thought the ranked voting was unconstitutional, you should have sued before the election." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, see, here we just get the Democrats suing each other over the results of the primaries. <laughs> <laughs> because, because alternate universe. Because that's all you need to get to win. So yeah, like once you've won that, you've won the general election. Just an yeah. afterthought. And uh, now Lansing, Michigan, and and the uh, district is uh, represented by a Democrat now. Congratulations! Never, never, uh, never thought I'd see the day. That's kind of an exaggeration. Let at, I think I let you all know that uh, voting for Scott Walker the last time kind of felt like waking up at the end of the movie Groundhog Day, where I was like, wait. <laughs> I don't have to vote against him again. <laughs> you voted for Scott Walker? No, voting against him. Was that how you got out oh. of the loop? Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that made Char- That's why Charlie's on Twitter. <laughs> something had to be done. Di- I had to do something different. I had to break the cycle. See, Charlie, Charlie, just very openly Democratic, but turns out at the polls just votes. He's part of the silent majority. <laughs> <laughs> Not this time. He's a Democrat to keep his job, but you know, at the polls, he's a Republican. Once, once the window, you know, once the curtain closes, Charlie's a straight ticket R voter. Oh yeah, and straight ticket voting back in Michigan. Wow. 
Congratulations. That's gross. Here, like, Repu like Democrats that don't do well in primaries end up just becoming Republican. So they're really just Democrats running against Democrats as well. That happened in the no. U.S. House seat. Here. <laughs> so, he had run as a Democrat two years prior and didn't win the primary. <laughs> so he just ran as a Republican, then beat the Republican candidate in the Republican primary. So, so he huh? just wants he just really wants to serve. Yeah, I guess. Oh, He's an idiot. Oh, yeah. How noble. Uh, do y'all have uh, paper ballots? No, it's a computer. Oh, okay. Well, a computer, but it, it, like you hit the buttons, and I think it just submits another the thing. Mine's paper. Yeah, we still have paper. And I'm happy paper. about that, actually. Paper's the best way to solve the yeah, yeah. yeah. Paper's definitely the best. You know, yeah, 10 years ago, if you'd asked me, I'd be like, oh, everything should be online everywhere. Anyway, and you should be able to vote from home. And I'm like, Ooh. You should be able to vote by Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only Twitter verified accounts count. <laughs> <laughs> To get that blue check, you're the you can vote. Nice. I'm glad Logan Paul's vote counts for more than mine. <laughs> I, I'm sure if he tweeted who he should who he would want his supporters to vote for, like he, it would generate a lot of. Uh, mm, starting to see the downside of Twitter. Yeah. Well, Taylor Swift had done something like that too, right? Where she told people to go out and register to vote, and they saw a noticeable spike. In voting registration right after she did that. But yeah, maybe Logan Paul doesn't have uh, quite as many engaged followers. Who knows? I would say a lot of his followers are probably not of legal voting. <laughs> doesn't mean they're not engaged. Uh, going out yeah, they could be very home. engaged. <laughs> I mean, they could be running, you know, for various offices. Everybody ready for Thanksgiving? Mm, sure. I mean, I'm Thanks. traveling. So I don't have Thanksgiving, to which will have passed by the time people hear this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Charlie instantly agrees with it. <laughs> oh, yeah, are, yeah. People aren't here yeah, this whole January. Yep, definitely. <laughs> are you going to uh, partake of the annual Black Friday tradition? Black Friday tradition? Yeah. Of watching the boss baby. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, so what do you think about the boss baby television series? Uh, I only saw an episode, and it was oh, <laughs> it was uh, not up to the standards of the movie. It's a little more about teaching lessons to kids. Wait, are you saying you didn't watch any of it? I haven't yet. I guess I have got Thanksgiving coming up, like a long weekend. So I'm gonna watch vicariously through you. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll feel like we watched it when you describe it. So yeah, it just hops on Twitter. Oh, tweet at Army Hammer. <laughs> have you seen the boss baby <laughs> just random whatever random thought enters your head but tweeted at army hammer <laughs> every single tweet has to be out of it army hammer couldn't decide right at army hammer couldn't decide between steak or chicken so went with both <laughs> <laughs> best quesadilla ever <laughs> hashtag chipotle <laughs> Hashtag Chipotle addict. <laughs> I may just have to replace my Twitter habit with a Chipotle habit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Sounds healthy. <laughs> but the voice isn't even done by Alec Baldwin, is it? Oh, I think the only person who returned is the person who does the three triplets. Oh, okay. I think that's the only carryover voice. Mm. Yeah, I don't think the parents would necessarily be watching the TV show with our kids. As much as you might watch the movie, so it's like, uh, we're not going to pay him, plus he doesn't have time anyway. 
Oh, he did go to prison the other day. Or got arrested <laughs> or whatever. What? He did. Oh. Something about a dispute over a parking space. Oh, that's, that's our that's Alec. That really fits with my uh, <laughs> idea of who he is. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Alex Baldwin. <laughs> His final form. <laughs> well, it's because he has an identical twin cousin who is also named Alec Baldwin. So they are the Alex Baldwin. <laughs> All right. That probably about wraps up. The <laughs> Wallace report. My name is Adam Gabeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. And thank you very much to our two guests, Paul Wilcox. Great to be here. And Alex Clark. Thanks for having me. And oh yeah, the Frankie's Muniz. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where the outro plays. No, we never we didn't make Charlie sing a second song. No. Wow. Wow. Well, I'll just do it right off the bat just, next time. No, you got you gotta have Charlie just sing like the whistling and guitar part. You know, just do some, you know, free form, you know. I've done that before. Yeah, had it, sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, I know. Probably because we forgot to make him sing again. Probably. <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for listening to our show. Make sure to check out our website at gobeskywallsreport.com. Hey everybody, check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Just follow us at GW Report and like our page on Facebook, the Gobeski Wallace Report. And hey everybody, tune in to next episode where there's sure to be tons more hilarity that we know you'll enjoy. Hey everybody. So I asked whether cucks could be incels, and Charlie argued yes. I think that's completely correct. <laughs> and, then, and Doug was like, what? I'm going to need an explanation of how it's possible for somebody's non-existent girlfriend to have a side piece. <laughs> I laughed out loud at reading. <laughs> huh. Yeah. yeah Your self-esteem is so low. <laughs> yeah i guess just ca- yeah categorically that is that is difficult to be possible <laughs> but it might be oh right and then we decided it was just because you're going by strict definitional terms rather than what it actually meant yeah, yeah. yes because you could have you could be in a relationship and just not have sex right but not by your choice yeah you would involuntarily Right. Not have, have sex in this relationship that but, is... But, right. You wouldn't have sex if you were allowed to, but you're not. So you have to watch her have sex. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I understand. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, it, yeah, it's... So, yes. Yes, yes. The... I guess it is possible, strictly. And and if we're going just by, you know, vernacular, terrible internet usage, then definitely true. <laughs> They're almost as superlatives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.